Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Hello, everybody. Welcome to this week's episode of the Overflow Podcast on the NRT Podcast Network. What? As always, I'm Joaquin. And I'm Jay. And we are excited, happy to be here today. We got something to talk about, which is wrong and hilarious all at the same time. But still wrong and hilarious. But still wrong and hilarious. And for those of you that have been listening for a while, did did, did you hear me say the NRT Podcast Network? Yo, Jay. yes I did, Joaquin. What is this thing that Jay, you speak? Why don't you tell us what the NRT Podcast Network is? Oh, man, I threw it to you, throwing it uh, back. Nah, dummy, I threw it right back. <laughs> so what up, everyone? So the NRT Podcast Network is exactly that. It is the new release today podcast network. You yeah. know of new release today for having the best in Christian music. Um a couple weeks ago, they had their uh, their We Love Christian Music Awards. I don't know if you caught that. I caught that on YouTube, threw it on the big TV, and sat there like I was watching <laughs> a better version of the Grammys. Um, right? So if you've listening, if you're listening, if you've listened to the podcast, the Overflow podcast, right. and you know that we've had Kevin McNeese, um, president of New Release Today, on our show before. And, you know, we get most of our music from New Release Today, as far as our new music intros that are now on our other show, The First 30, right? Exactly. So Kevin hit us up, asked us if he wanted to be a part of the New Release Today podcast network that he's just started. Um, and, of course, we said, without a doubt, yes. Yes. Now, out of the many other organizations or networks that have contacted us about joining them unlike this one like i didn't even have to ask joaquin um hey you think this is a good idea i told kevin yes and then i told joaquin yo by the way big news kevin asked us to be a part of this new podcast network he's doing and we're in and <laughs> yeah dope that's it right like um we've been asked and we've been invited to be on other podcast networks but they were not the right fit, right? They were not the right fit for us. They were not. We're on year five of the Overflow podcast, completely on our own, except now on year five. So for those of you who quit too soon, take your time, perfect your craft, get better. Right. Uh, like, not not want, that we've done any of that. And it, <laughs> Well, we haven't perfected it, but we've gotten better. Like <laughs> listening to, to year one compared to now, <laughs> Right. About it. Like, cool. right, right. right. But um, yeah, it was a no-brainer. It was a no-brainer. We're honored. We're honored to be asked. We're honored to be a part of this. And you know, we hope that you can get on the email blast when you release today. And then you'll get updates not only on new music, but also whenever we drop a new episode, right? Which right. will be two to three episodes. A week because yeah. now 
all the other shows are starting. Yeah, yeah. so now soon. So yeah. Yeah, so we're super excited. Um, it's just something, something we keep pushing, right? And 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 hopefully we keep getting better and better and better, or worse and worse and worse. I, either way, we're having fun. Uh, we're having fun doing this. Jay's over there eating his kids' uh, Cheerios. How dare you, sir? Hey, uh, Cheerios, heart healthy. I'm trying to stay healthy. Oh, jeez, don't eat the Cheerios, bro. <laughs> it's like <laughs> not gonna... it's, it's it's the um. It's the the organic version. Yeah, it's still that, not good for you. That 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 tastes like that tastes like salty cardboard. Yeah, yeah, still still not good. Cardboard is healthier for you than that. <laughs> um, like like actual cardboard. Um, yeah. So we got you know. So we got we got that. We're super excited. Um, uh, anything else? Anything going on with you, Jay? Any any anything that's been like, ooh, this was uh, exciting in in the world, of Jay. Yes, but nothing that I can share. Nothing to share. So Jay said stuff has happened, but he can't talk about it, or he'd have to kill you. And you know, depending hey, on where you live, that's a long, that's a long walk. Not, not only that, but you know, you got to make sure you're good with your creator. All right, I make sure up out of nowhere. No, um, you know, there's a lot of things that if you listen to us and you actually do pray, right? I'm pretty sure not everybody that listens to us prays. But if you listen to us and you actually do pray, and I don't mean praying to the universe or praying to a higher something right. or praying to energy. I mean, pray to our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Um, you know, just keep me, my family, the podcast, everything in prayer. Everything legacy, keep in prayer. Because um, I'm going to need some help soon. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so Jay's got some stuff percolating. We'll be announcing it soon-ish. Soon-ish. Right, soon-ish. Um, let's see, nothing much going on in my world, working, and just getting ready for this wedding, trying to prepare, trying to figure out the date. And I'm going to say nothing going on in my world, just getting ready for this wedding. Like, <laughs> um, you know, uh, learning. I'm, I'm learning. I'm learning to be a good husband. Yes, dear. Whatever you want, dear. That, that's easy. I don't understand why people have so much problems with that. Okay. Yes, dear. Whatever you want, dear. Right. You know. Um, I will tell you why. All right. I will tell so, you why. As you know. As you know. My, I hit the ten year, the ten year marker. Right. Weeks, right. And I'll hit it. I'll be hitting the eleven years together mark, like in two weeks. <laughs> right, right. So let me tell you why most guys have a problem with saying yes, dear, all the time. Because most women have a problem with saying, with reciprocating, yes, dear. Ah. Uh, mm, okay. All right. That makes. That makes sense. That makes sense. Sure. sure. Now, I'm not saying that we should stop. What I'm saying is that it should at times be reciprocated. So from now on, I'm putting my foot down and I'm saying, see, mi amor, lo que tú quieras. See, I'm, 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 <laughs> I'm switching it up. I'm switching. It's the same thing, but just in Spanish. Well, <laughs> you better, because if you don't, it's a long drive to my, to my couch. It is. It'll be like, bye, dear. 
I'll see you later. <laughs> no, it would be more like, I'm sorry. No, no, hello, no. I'll be like, I'll be like, uh, like say anything. I'll have the 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 blue, but I'll have a Bluetooth speaker up. <laughs> right. Um, you know. <laughs> Please take me back. Okay. Okay. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. What song would you be playing? Ooh, what song would I play? Ain't too proud to beg by the Temptations. <laughs> I am so done with you. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no. Oh my God, no. I am going to buy a brand new sleeper sofa and I'm going to call it Kenito's bed. No, you can't sleep there. This is Theo's bed. <laughs> oh my God, I'm done with you. That's it. That was genius, though. That was genius. I'm not... <laughs> It's not what I would have thought, but okay. <laughs> what would you play? What would your song be? Um, I don't really know. What? Uh, oh, what's the song? Um, every move you make. <laughs> That's a stalker song. <laughs> right. Genius. Genius. Yes, that would be yeah. it. Kick me out. Every move you make, I'll be watching you. Like Ace, like Ace Ventura in the yeah. Eye on the People. No. Uh, 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 in your case, the Eye on the Ring, on the Ring, uh, on the Nest Ring. Except that I'm a jerk. Like I won't leave. <laughs> I won't leave. It's like dead weight. Like a dead, like when a kid throws his arm, <laughs> like dead weight. I won't leave. It's like I just clump on the floor, like <laughs> in front of the door. I'm not going. Oh, I remember a kid, as a kid, uh, Spanish channel, I was watching this show with my mom and dad. And it was like, you know, Spanish TV, they have a lot of variety shows, like those comedy variety shows, like Sábado Gigante, Show de Mediodía, like stuff like that. Even though I think that last one is gone now. But anyway, um, there was this, this segment where there was a mom, a husband and wife fighting, right? And then the kids come home from school and they explain to the kids that um, they're getting a divorce and that, you know, that they can't stay married anymore. They're getting a divorce. And then the mom says, so choose now. Are you going to go with mommy or are you going to go with papi? And then one by one, I think it was like four kids. One by one, I was like, oh, I'll go with mommy. Oh, I'll go with mommy too. And then, love you, dad, but you can't cook. I'll go with mommy. <laughs> And then all four kids went with mom. And then the, the husband was like, looked around and said, oh, well, forget that. If everybody's going with mommy, I'm going with mommy too. I told, I, um, I think you've heard us say this, but as a joke, I told Magda, like, that we're going to be together forever. Because even if you decide to leave me one day, I'll go with you. <laughs> Luckily, 
she laughs at that and doesn't like take it as like it's like uh like you walk in and you see her you see her like packing her bags and you're like oh a trip and you grab your stuff meet you in the car yeah i'm so excited where are we going meet you in the car you're in the car you're like waiting you know where are we going all right you're not gonna pack nope i'm pretty sure wherever we're going there's a walmart there's a walmart i can buy everything you tell us more about this wedding like what's going on so we're just right now we're just trying to where we got uh we got uh we got one spot we're looking at uh, she's gonna go look at another spot next uh, Tuesday. Um, which is the spot that I like. I th- I think it'll be the best spot, but I don't know. We'll see when she goes. For everything in one place, right? Everything in one place, right? Word. It's one of those places where they, you know, they, you know, they do everything. Tables. Uh, it's the venue. It's the food. Everything, right? And um, we'll check it out, and then we'll make the decision. I'm hoping, you know, I think. I think that I think that um, when she goes Tuesday, that probably by the end of the week we'll have the date, and then um, you know we'll just go you know go ahead and 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 uh, start going from there, and and then you know uh, yesterday um, we went and bought bought the the wedding bands. Um, yeah, I saw that. Nice choice, by the way. It joint looked nice. Uh, oh, to my mind, yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Uh, her daughter Mia was like, "Oh, it looks like something Batman would wear." We and then, and then uh, Jenny was like, "Jenny was like, oh, let's get a little Batman sticker and put it on there." So I told her the day I was like, "Yeah, I stayed up all night looking for a Batman sticker. I'm gonna put on, I'm gonna put on my ring." So get it engraved on the inside. Or just get it engraved on each little, each little, um, <laughs> each, little each little piece of it, right? The whole Justice League symbols all the way around. <laughs> um, I'm gonna want one. <laughs> Chase gonna be like, I want that wedding bag. <laughs> um, yeah, man. So we we ended up picking that up, and uh, yeah, we just you know moving, you know, trying to get it done, trying to get it going. Alejandro, our pastor, keeps asking me, "What's the date? When's the date? When's the date?" I mean, I think he's super excited. Yeah, and he wants cake. Um, yeah. So hey, Latinos, it's always about the cake. All about the cake. So yeah, man. So that's that's kind of where we're going. And uh, once we get the date, then we'll set. You know, we'll figure out the honeymoon, and you know, we'll, we'll go. We'll go from there. So um, it's funny. I feel like we're on the phone. Um, let me know about photo shoot. Well, or, wait, wait, wait. Not a photographer for the wedding. Oh, I'm talking about the photo shoot for the. No, not you and I. <laughs> You're lucky. This is like, <laughs> although we do need to have a photo shoot. We do need to have one. All this new stuff, right? But I mean, like for the save the date invites and, then, oh. and all that stuff. Well, I don't. I don't know. Yeah, we we gotta figure that out. I I um, you know me. I'm like, look, we already know who we're inviting. I'm gonna shoot everybody a text. Yo, this is the. <laughs> let me know. Yeah. I do know you, but I also know that you're not going to get away with that. Uh, I might. I might. I might. I might. Uh, if it's like that, then just elope. Elope and throw a party. I mean, listen, dude, we're, only, we're not inviting that many people. I know, but still, elope and throw a party. So. <laughs> Save so much money. Uh, well, I, I know she's going to listen to this, babe, whatever you want. Lo que tú quieras, mami. Lo que tú quieras. Because I know she's going to listen to this. 
Lo que tú quieras, mami, lo que tú quieras. <laughs> All right, let's keep it moving. Let's keep it moving. So, did you hear I about... Say, I think about that, too. I mean, although... I mean, you know, because you were there. Like, we had our wedding in court with the idea of having... Well, we got married. We didn't have a wedding. We got married in court with the hope of having our wedding in Poland last year. Right. <laughs> no, this... Thanks, COVID. No, wait, wait. Last year. Yeah, this year. This year. This year for 10 years. Our 10-year anniversary. All right, so thanks, COVID. <laughs> like, we, like we, yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> we, lost, we lost our opportunity, right? So... That's why I'm just thinking, like, you know, maybe you guys can do something like that and have it in Peru, but, you know. Because, yeah, but, but unlike, right. unlike Jenny, I don't care about the people here. <laughs> Big heart. I, I, I've, told this, I've told her the same thing, man. I'll be like, I've told her, I'm like, look, my friends don't care. And, and she was like, no, they've been waiting a long time for this. I'm like, I get it. They don't care. Yeah, we have been waiting a long time for this, but we don't care. But but it could really just be like don't care about the wedding. I'm sorry, but for me, weddings are for women and the people that were invited, so they can eat and criticize. Right, right, right. No, <laughs> that could no, just but... be me being a cynic. But um, but no, me, but I'm really, I'm really, I, nah. You know what though? I I get it, but I'm excited. You know, um. No, but me personally, like the people who who care, right? They'll make the trip to Poland, right? Right. right? They'll make the trip to Poland. The, the people who matter and who care will make the trip to Poland. Like I'll tell my family and my friends, and those that can will make the trip. Those that can't, yo, video. Like uh, when Magda's cousin got married, that we couldn't go because of <laughs> because of COVID. COVID, yeah. Um. Yo, they FaceTime. They 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 FaceTime the 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 wedding, right? And we watched the wedding on FaceTime, and then they FaceTime the reception, right? And I was like, meet meeting, because <laughs> like, one of the main reasons why they wanted us to go was so that I could meet her family all in one day, right? Right? Because the bulk of them were gonna be there for the wedding, so I don't have to travel anywhere. Just okay, hey, 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 hey yeah. Dope. You're all invited to our wedding next year. It's like one of those things. But since that didn't happen, it was like, like no lie, like the iPad. Hey, maniac. Post Polish, 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 Polish. Like, hey, what's up? How you doing, cuz? Hey, primo. Like, no idea, right? But, right? I mean, we were basically there, right? But it was all, you know, all through FaceTime. Like, there's too much technology now. Yeah. Yeah, nah, man, but nah, but that's the thing, man. It's, um, I mean, it, you know, you know, it, it's ultimately right for her, you know, for her to be happy, whatever she, you know, because at the end of the day, like, we all, we all, we, you know, we know, we know this, that, you know, some, you know, if, if, if she's not happy, if she's not happy um, with how it turned out, that's always a, a potential for issues later on down the road, right? Because you, you yeah, build, like I you said. Weddings, weddings are for the bride. They're for the bride, and so and so we, you know, we, um, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm so fortunate that she's not flashy, right? She doesn't have to have the thirty thousand dollar, you know, right. bonanza. She just, you know, let's the people that we love, the people that you know are, are close to us, and, and celebrate with them. And I'm like, yo, bet that's 
I mean, we still, we're still planning on having a wedding up there because, like, my wife deserves a wedding. Yeah, um, it'll, it'll be the 20th anniversary. <laughs> but the idea is going to be like that. Like before, well, because Polish weddings last two to three days. Right. Apparently. So before it was going to be, but now I'm just like, yo, let's find a venue like that where you can have the wedding. And then everybody goes to the back and we eat in the reception. And then day two, right? Because day two is like for leftovers and family only. Day two, we could do that one um, on the farm. Right. Now you do that one on the farm because <laughs> they have like this big property, whatever, right? So we can do that on the farm, just family. That's where if you guys come, that's where we will all be staying, whatever, you know, right. stuff like that. So I would rather just, I see, don't dia. One day for both at the same place, like that we don't have to go anywhere, right? And then the next day, yeah, on we just chill. Yeah, see, that's what we're looking at, right? It's like, like uh, she saw this place uh, a couple of days back. She's gonna see this place a couple of days coming up, and that right, it's, it's where you know ceremony, reception, all in one place you know they're both nice is just kind of figuring out the you know just the logistics of some of the stuff see which one which one will be best you know best i like i like the I, I from what i've seen i like the one that she's going to go look at uh next you know coming up tuesday um because they have like the way i have it broken up is like you can go and have the, the ceremony in the pavilion and then you walk in for the reception and you know it's real nice and you know we'll so we'll yeah. see We'll see it's funny. I went, I think it was somebody from Magda's old job or something where, or I don't remember who it was. I suck with all this stuff, but they, it was like an outdoor, not outdoor. It was like in a, a refurbished like barn or something. And it was like that. We, like they had the benches and stuff like on this refurbished, like old school um, brick barn. Right. Right. And we was there and we the the wedding was there. And then from there, the the bride and groom went to take pictures. And then the party all went to like this other building in the same place, like in the same area. We just walked to this other building and we all sat down at our tables, whatever, for the reception. So that's a yeah, that's a that's that's dope. That's dope. Hey, I'm just waiting for I'm just waiting for the date. Like, yo. It's gonna happen this day, boom. Cause you know, you tell me the date, I make every, <laughs> I'll bring, I'll bring everything else, make everything else happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we're, um, yeah, super excited about it. You better be excited about it, son. Well, you know, I'm excited. Holy crap! What? Joaquin's getting married. Oh man. <laughs> Took long enough. Joaquin is getting married. It's a good thing we're part of the NRT network, because if not, <laughs> I say something else. <laughs> oh, Lord Jesus. You better be ready. Jesus is coming. You better be ready. <laughs> Woo. I'm sorry. So I'm over here like, I get an alert talking about X amount of money was withdrawn from my account. And I'm like, Oh, and then I look, and then I so I'm sorry, I was pulling it up, and I was like, "Oh yeah, that's right, that's the ring when I that I bought yesterday." That's, <laughs> I got pulled out. Um, 
But yeah, so speaking of weddings, I think this is, I mean, the idea of marriage and the idea of, you know, it, it's a its a perfect, it's a perfect right, you segue. Saw, you, you saw it coming. And it's a perfect jump start to what we're going to talk about. Um, but, well, we're past the, so now we're going to switch it. What Pastor Jay is going to talk about, because Pastor Jay found this. Now, like we said at the beginning, this is freaking hilarious, but it's so, so wrong. Right. And it's so, so wrong that people like me can't help but find it hilarious because it's so messed up. So, Jay, what you got? What you got past? Oh, excuse me, excuse me, excuse me. What you got past, Jay? Well, so check this out. So I received an email, and to be honest, I forget who it was that sent it to me. I think it was either um, Christianity Today or Church Leaders. Church Leaders. There you go. Hold on a minute. Churchleaders.com sends me, you know, weekly updates, almost daily updates sometimes, right? And, oh, sorry, now my computer wants to be slow. Uh-oh. Um, and two things, two things jumped out at me. <laughs> Number one was something that we'll probably talk about next week. Um, number two was this story. Sorry, hold on. I'm trying to get something. Um... know what we have learned there you go got it was this story so the story is about a pastor i call him a clown pastor um out in where is it where is it where is it uh malden missouri malden missouri thank you Malden, Missouri. Oh, yeah, there you go. Yeah, she was right. I was wrong. Malden, Missouri. Um, they have a video of him, segmented video, right? It's edited, saying a few things that, like, are jacked up, right? Now, this was done last month, so it's not like, hold on. It's not like it's super old and being taken out of context. So plus, when you hear the things that were said, it wasn't taken out of context. So as you heard, well, he's about to get married this year. And um, I just celebrated 10 years of marriage, right? A 10 right. Year, um last month. Um, and it's funny because... 10 years, 10 years married, 11 years together. Um, that anniversary is in two weeks. <laughs> um, but the deal is that on the day of our anniversary, I spent the day with my wife, right? Took the kids to the took the kids to mom. And I spent the day, we spent the day together in Atlanta. Right? It was a, a COVID anniversary. <laughs> it was a COVID anniversary. So 
there weren't many places that we could go for obvious reasons. Um, and when we did, when we checked, so we were going to go to other, remember I sent you, I was sending you text messages, remember, uh, Joaquin, about like hotels and all this other stuff. Right. Um, that we were going to go to because I got the hookup. But anyway, and like a lot of these places had um, mass mandates. Right? They had mass mandates and we did not want to go somewhere where we were going to be forced to wear a mask in in place, in like restaurants or whatever and outside in the street. Right. Some <laughs> some of these places like, oh, even when you're walking around outside in the park, you need to cover your face. And I don't see the the logic in that. But right. That, this is not the episode where we talk about that. So we ended up just staying in Atlanta. Right. Which granted, we are one of those people that we live here, but we don't really go to a lot of places here anyway. Right. right. Um and we sat to dinner at Bar Taco. I don't know if you've been there, Kinito, but then you should go. Go to Bar Taco. Take Jenny to Bar Taco. All right. Where is it at? Midtown. Midtown. Okay. I'll send you the address. Um, really good place. Really good. Really good place. So we're sitting there. We're eating our bougie tacos. We're drinking our bougie drinks. And... um. And we we came to the part of our conversation where we stood in awe of the fact that we reached 10 years, right? Right. Oh, you. I've been there since the beginning. <laughs> I'm surprised I never walked in on both of y'all on the ground, you know, passed out with like this. <laughs> like, like, like the Bundies. <laughs> um... All right, so we talked about that, right? Because it's been 10 years, and they've been 10 great, crazy, and frustrating, right? And this right. isn't something I'm saying as a man or a husband. This is something that we both said, right? Right. Right. Um, right. You're, she, I, right, we both have said it. Oh, right. no, you mean you and I. <laughs> that she and I have said it, and the frustrating part uh, was said by her repeatedly. <laughs> <laughs> you were like trying she was like frustrating you were like wonderful she was like frustrating I was like, you know complicated frustrating frustrating i'm surprised i don't have bald spots I'm like damn right um but one of the things and this is what we've been telling people who for whatever reason are seeking us out for like marital advice i guess you know you hit that 10-year threshold and it's like <gasps> Wow, now those are goals, right? I'm like, right. it was one of mine too, <laughs> right? Um, that, you know, the vows say, you know, love, honor, respect, sickness and health. Um, rich or poor. Rich or poor, right? Like, um, yeah, all that is great. All that is great. But we have realized that it took us 10 years to, to get to the point where we can, where we hear each other. Right. And it's something that, that we both said, like, oh, yeah, you know, not listen, because we we do listen. There's a difference between listening and hearing. Right. Right. So you can listen to somebody in a conversation, but not really hear what it is that they're trying to tell you. 
right? I hear the pain or the frustration, right? right. Um, but we sat there and we're like in shock and awe. Like it took us 10 years to finally get to a place where we can say that we we hear each other now. Right. Right. And um and this pastor, Stuart Allen, who from what I heard stepped down or took a forced leave of absence, like he was voluntold. <laughs> yeah, he was voluntold that he needs to go get counseling. That he needs to get counseling. So this guy had they found clips and they edited a sermon of his where he was going off, right? He was going off about marriage, right? It's telling, saying people, hey, unless you look like the epically beautiful, like trophy wife of trophy wives, Melania Trump, right? That you, that if you have married, basically what he said that women who, are having tr- problems in their marriage just because they're fat, stinky, and ugly. They need to look good, right? So here, here's, here's what's the funny. thing is that the thing is that I am not changing the words to make it worse, right? right. <laughs> these are these are his words. And here's the thing, though, right? I found another article, a uh, Newsweek. Um, hold on a second, because it and it's it's got a little bit more. Oh, it does ooh. Yeah, it's got a little bit more. Hold on a second. Whoops. Let me see if I can send it to you. And um, so the very first sentence, uh, blah, 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 sexist sermon. Uh, telling delivered, He delivered telling women to stay thin because sex is the main reason, quote unquote, main reason that men marry women. What? Yeah, he said each man needs an attractive wife. Not all women can be trophy wives, like former first lady Melania Trump, who said, adding, you don't need to look like a butch either. To him, let's see, this is this is where I'm I'm a messed up person, because I, I, I think this is true. To him, this might be the only true thing he said. To him, you should look like the most beautiful woman in the room. Well, that's the thing. You're not a messed up person for that because. I think the same thing, but I don't think that my wife should be the most beautiful woman in the room to me because I have her um, too fearful of like leaving the house right. without a girdle, without like right. boob showing, without full makeup and her hair done all the time every day, right. afraid to like gain a pound because she's afraid that I'm going to leave her. Right. Because that's what he's saying, because he said he says, don't give him a reason to look around. Right. Right. Don't let yourself go. Right. The one way you can keep your husband weight control. Right. Don't get fat. Right. That's BS. Right. Because to me and it's funny. um, Remember um, years ago when um, had his his marriage book. I forgot what it was called. Who? Mark Driscoll. And his wife, they wrote yes. real, real marriage and whatever. So I listened to that book. I got the I got the audio version, right? And there was a chapter where he said that you know that your wife should be the great. I just lost it. Something like the 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 center of beauty or 
the the standard of beauty, right, for your life. So yeah, we have like like celebrity crushes and all this stuff. Like that should not be it. Your standard of beauty should be your wife, right. where you see that you know whoever you see, whoever you meet, whoever you think of, right. Your standard of beauty is your wife. So everything starts and ends with your wife. Your wife is the most right. beautiful. Your wife is the sexiest. Your wife is, you know, the one that does it for you, right? None of this fantasizing, none of this wishing, oh, if only, you know, like she was, like, especially, like, yo, like, if your wife gave birth to, like, one kid, right? But let's say she gave birth to, like, four or five kids. Because, right. you know, we both know that a lot of these Christians like to have, like, six, seven, ten kids, right? So, <laughs> well, I, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on, hold on. I got to stop you right there. <laughs> because um, if, listen, if if you got five or six kids with your wife, this ain't a problem for you. You're not right. looking at your, you're not looking at your wife going, oh, I'm going to stray because she gained some weight. No, nah, because you got five or six kids with her. So like. Well, it depends, right? Too good. Because again, I did say. You know, it's the one or two kids that you got a problem with. The the fantasy should be your wife. So if you're there with your wife fantasizing about Melania Trump, like it sounds like this pastor probably does. And I'm sorry, but you saw the video and I and I played the video so you can hear it. Like he had a lot of adjectives for Melania Trump and then and then called all the other wives. um, Like she was um, the trophy wife and every other wife was a participation trophy. Right. Right, like I would, I, I'm sorry. I'm like Jesus. I'm gonna say sorry right now, but I, I would have punched money out. <laughs> it's like you call my wife a, patro- a participation trophy. I'm gonna knock you out. Like that's yeah. Right, right, yeah. Don't call her participant. I mean, at least second place, but not participation. Come on, man. Respect, respect. Nah, man. This is. But you know what's funny is that you know because even even in the uh, even in this thing, right? He keeps talking about you know because he in, in this article where he talks about. You know, all oh, men, you know, men feel a strong attraction to beautiful women because God made us this way. And, you know, that's the sexual attraction is the main reason that men marry women. You know, it's the truth. Men have needs. It's like, you know, he keeps he. But then but then he at one point he says, which I think is hilarious. Right. So he's talking about all these beautiful women, all oh, beautiful women, beautiful men, men, beautiful women. But then he's like. Many, be- but then he goes and he says, "Well, many beautiful women have snakes, snakes in their heads." And so it's like, "Well, which one is it? Do you want your wife to be beautiful, or if she's too beautiful, she got snakes in her head?" Um, I dated a girl that that's that always said she had snakes in her head, but that was truth. That was just truth. I'm just saying. I just I just had to kind of point that out there. And he goes, um, out, he says, "I have a friend who put a divorce weight on his a, wife. A divorce weight on his wife. This is so nuts, right?" But then, and you remember you were talking about earlier about what scripture he might have used. Mm-hmm. He used, uh, he, he did quote 1 Corinthians 7, 7, 4. 7 4. I see that. Uh, you, okay, you had the article. The wife, has no lo- the wife has no longer all rights over her body, but shares them with her husband. So whenever she's not in the mood, dig out your Bible, he laughed. So, <laughs> I laugh because it's so messed up. I don't know what else to do. Um, you know, and then he says he eventually acknowledged the second verse. Likewise, also the husband hath not power over his own, but the wife. However, he only addressed this verse by stating that men should only have sex with their wives, that men should only have sex with their wives, but also need to feel admired by them. 
What the hell? I think I think that men should not only have sex with their wives, but also need to feel admired by them. I mean, it's so weird, right? Because, because um, men men need to men need to. It's weird because he it's like he took he took nuggets of truth, right? He took nuggets of 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 what might be considered truth, or what might be true things that might be true. And then he just wrapped them up in a whole bunch of caca. Well, yeah, he took scripture and he cherry picked scripture to manipulate scripture to whatever crap to, to make a point. He, to make a right? right, to make whatever point he was he was trying to make about whatever. I mean, he must have been unhappy with his wife that. Well, that like, I mean, that, that's the thing. Like, like <laughs> I'm, I'm listening to this guy and I'm reading this stuff and I'm like. All right, so is he having problems in his marriage and he projected it out on this sermon at church, right? right? Or is he fantasizing over Melania Trump or any woman that he sees that is 10 to 20 pounds less than his wife? Um, did he already step out? Like, there are so many things that come to mind when right. I hear this guy and hear how he, like, and he's there and he's pompous about it. Like, he's like, oh, you know, you gotta. And then, like I told you before, like, the dude looks like a live action Peter, Pete Griffin from Family, Family Guy. Guy. Right. Right. Like, 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 I'm not saying, oh, well, you know, if you're angry that your wife is fat, look at yourself. No, because that's, that's, that's the same side of the same coin. Right? right. But it's more like, you know, if you're not a small guy, if you're not a small guy, then. And your wife's not small. Then don't criticize her for not being small, right? Right. right. If, you guys, if you guys are both skinny, together. right? If you were both skinny when you got married and you both got fat together, then don't complain about her get, about how she got fat over the years, because brother, you did the same thing. I mean, it's, <laughs> you know, if anything, it must be you guys must be real happy you guys got because you guys got fat together, right? <laughs> you know, I you know, and I think I think what what's What's um, what's so crazy about this is that you know this this could, you know this kind of stuff feeds into a you know because the person that brought this out is from is is uh is from a site called like the friendly atheist the friendly atheist yeah right and and so and so what all you're doing is you're you're right you're giving you're giving them you're giving them you're giving them fodder for you know, going with, look, look, look at how this, this Christian is. Right. And that must be how all Christians are. Cause right. one of the things in one of the articles is talking about how, you know, you could hear people laughing right in the congregation, yeah. which I mean, me being me, I would have been laughing too. It would have been really, really weird, but you know, I mean, that's why I would probably be laughing. Cause I'm just like, ah, I don't know what, you know, what else are you supposed to do? Like, what do you say? This kind of, this kind of crazy stuff. Um, yeah, I mean, not, I, I mean, I don't know. Like, I mean, I'm messed up. I got a messed up sense of humor anyway, so let's just be real. Like, you know, you don't want to call somebody out um, during a sermon, but like there, you also don't want to punch somebody in the face during the sermon either, right? No, no, you wait, you wait till after the sermon. Calling my wife a participation trophy. I'm stuck <laughs> on that part, right? But anyway, that's <laughs> Let's see what 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 he based what he based it out of, right? So, or not even he didn't base it out of here. 
But let's see what the Bible says about husbands and wives, right? So Ephesians 5 tells us, 22 on, tells us, wives, submit to your own husbands as to the Lord. For the husband is the head of the wife, even as Christ is the head of the church. His body and... of. For the husband is the head of the wife, even as Christ is the head of the church, his body, and is himself its savior, right? So a lot of men that want to throw their weight around in their marriage, right, and make their wives seem and feel inferior, they 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 know they this know these verses, this group of verses, like by heart. They know these verses fast. They can quote you these verses fast and they can tell you their name. Right? Right. But let's go, let's go on. Right? 25 reads, Husbands, love your wives as Christ loved the church and gave himself up for her, that he might sanctify her, having cleansed her by the washing of water with the word, so that he might present the church to himself in splendor, not without spot or wrinkle or any such thing, that she might be holy and without blemish. Notice that it was more stuff. Right? right. It was a lot longer list, and it was more stuff, right? Now the thing is this: the thing is this, right? This, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna keep going, right? Twenty-eight. In the same way, husbands should love their wives as their own body, right? Like Paul knows, we are a bunch of like conceited, self <laughs> self praising guys, right? Right. In the same way, husbands should love their wives as their own bodies. He who loves his wife loves himself. For no one ever hated his own flesh, but nourishes it and cherishes it, just as Christ does the church, because we are members of his body. Right? So it's, it's, it's crazy to me that this man is a pastor and doesn't know, like every pastor knows these verses. This is the portion of the Bible where you start your marriage, your marriage series, right? When you, right. Where you start marital counseling, right? This is where you go. Right? And, and the thing is, and the thing is that in the Greek, in the Greek where it says that husbands love your wives, right? We know that to be agape love. And if you listen to our last episode of the of the Overflow podcast, then you see that we went through the different versions of love. And agape love is the love that's a verb. It's a love that requires action. And in this case, sacrifice. Like Paul, Paul associated husbands loving their wives to Jesus dying on the cross. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's not just some easy thing to just be tossed away. Right. You know, wives submit to your husbands, blah, blah, blah. Right. But husbands, love your wives as Christ loves the church that he gave his life for her right. right and love your wives as you love your body that you feed it you take care of it right you nourish it you cherish it right you got to right. love your wife the way you love yourself well right? you know it's funny it's funny right because you know what, what what popped into my head was you know how when how scripture right scripture warns us um if you want to be right if you want to be a teacher Right. If you want to be a pastor, if you want to be a, a, a preacher, whatever, um, how there is a there is a weight. Right. To that. Right. right? There is a. Pastors and teachers will get judged. Harsh. Right? 
There will, you, there's a weight to being a teacher, preacher, pastor, right? There's a weight to it. It's, right. not an, it's not an easy thing. And I think that that's what that's what came to mind when you when you're looking at, you know, love, you know, love your love your wife. Like, so you want to get married. Right. And, and we always we always uh, uh, as young men, remember, as young men, it's like, oh, I got to get married. I don't want to burn in my flesh. Right. Burn the lust of my flesh. Right. <laughs> but, but if you if you look at what Paul what Paul said, there's a weight. You want to be the head of your house, right? There's a weight to that. And I don't think that I don't think that we 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 realize right what what that means, right? We think, and I and I think it's it's cultural, right? Part, part of it is cultural, not only yeah. culture as in Latino. I just mean just kind of in just in general, right? Latino culture is a, that's a completely different thing, um, but it's right. But it's like on the head, so that means that that means that what I say goes right. Which what you were which what you were saying, right? They they like to quote that because oh well, I'm the head, so that means that we're having pork chops today. That means we're going to have pork chops, right? You know, or um, <clears throat> you know, I I want to watch. Die Hard. That means we're gonna watch Die Hard. I don't care what you want to watch. You can go watch it somewhere else, right? It's like it's, it's worse because when he says here, when he says here, so whenever she's not in the mood, dig out your Bible. So basically, whenever she's not in the mood, whip out the Bible and show her what the Bible says, so that you can force her to do what you want to do. Oh, not even force her. Shame her. Oh, well, shame and force. Like, right? yeah, like, get out of here. Yo, yeah, like, miss me with that. Hey, right, that, I'm about to get some six packs. Then, then you won't have no problems. Right? Exactly, right? So that's <laughs> the thing, right? Yo, like you're looking at this guy. I would love to see who his wife is if he has one, right? Uh, because how how like, ironical. You're, like, you're no magic Mike, right? Like you're no magic Mike. If if you're gonna demand these things from your wife, then expect her to demand them from you. Or or show her, right? Show her. And then say, and then demand these things. I mean, oh. either way, either way, you're gonna get slapped, right? No, so right now, right now, you know that his wife is not Latina, right? Right from the jump, he is not married to a Latina, right? So you know you're gonna get the fire slapped out of you, right? But it's it, it's sad, it's sad because he was doing it from the pulpit to his congregation, and he empowered all these men to be buttholes, right? All these men to be buttholes. And to use scripture and the words of their leader, leader, I can't air quote hard enough, their leader to to like to, to back up their stupid and idiotic ways that are well, happening. And, and he and he made and he made women, right, feel less than, right? Feel feel bad for themselves or feel or feel bad about themselves. Right. Because you know what? Okay, I'm I'm Oh, I'm the fat wife. So I guess my, you know, there must have been a lot of husbands that, that night, that afternoon at, at, at lunch, you know, at the house were like, nah, baby, you're, you're, you're my world. You're my world. And then you had some that were like, are you sure, are you sure you want to eat those ribs, no, baby? Eat a salad. You're not you eating that. Eat a salad. You don't want that salad? Right. Let me take the ribs. And we're putting the kids to sleep early today. Right. I, don't, I, don't, I don't care what, I don't care if you don't want, Right. Just, just talk down to them, just belittle them. Oh, yeah, there are a lot of women there who probably felt shamed, right? One, two, three kids, 
It's, it's hard to get back into things, you know what I mean? And they probably felt shamed and felt that if, and, and, and thought that, and thought of all the arguments and all the, and all the problems that they've had experienced in their marriage was their fault. Right. Was their fault because they didn't look like Melania or they didn't look like, you know, whatever. Main person here. You know what I'm saying? Like that's, that's horrible. Right? Our love, our love for our wives should be self, should be like unselfish, right? It should be sacrificial, right? It should not have any conditions or clauses like a freaking divorce weight clause. Like that, that is, I, I just, I can't, I can't do that. I can't, like, I can't, right? Like, like Mark Driscoll said, our wives should be our, as a husband, our wives should be our standard of beauty. Like I'm telling you, man, when I heard that, I rewound it and I heard it again. And I'm like, yes, yes. Because as men, our eyes don't stray because we don't have something at home. Our eyes stray because we don't give that in to God. We don't give that in to right. God. We don't have, you know, self-control. Self-control as a Christian man is a fruit of the spirit. So you you don't have the fruit of self-control, then you have not been giving yourself into God daily. You have not been walking with the Holy Spirit, which is what Galatians 5 says. We have not been walking with the Holy Spirit daily where it'll be where we will show more of the fruit of the spirit and less of the lust of the flesh. Right. So right. So think of it like when when a man strays, you're you're not you're just loving yourself. You're not loving her as you love yourself. Like, right? Like that's that, that's that idea, right? It's that, like you're saying, it's that selfishness, right? It's that um, you know, it's I mean, I mean, it's funny though how it all ties, right? You know, Jesus said, love your neighbor as yourself. Like, what does that mean, right? It means you treat your neighbor like you would treat yourself. How how does that not equate to your spouse, right? How do you not love? How do you not when she's your when she or he is your closest neighbor? Right. Right? You know. they're, they're your closest neighbor, right? Can you imagine? Can you imagine if Jesus, right, if John 3:16 read, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, so that whoever believeth in him shall not perish, but have everlasting life. Only if, right? Only if. They have curly hair if they have six-pack abs and the women aren't more than, like, whatever weight. Right. Like, like that fluctuates by, by, by height, whatever, right? But imagine if God, if John 3.16 was that. He so loved the world that he gave his son only for those who are not 300 pounds, who have brown curly hair. Yes, I'm going to add my stuff in there, right? Right, right, right. Right? And who come from this region. Everybody else, right? Forget about it. It's, it's almost, <laughs> I, would, I would dare to say that it's almost Calvinistic. Right? Um, <laughs> God only came for an elect few. Right? Um, it, it, doesn't, it doesn't make sense. Like God's, Jesus' sacrifice for us had no clauses, no hangups, no if, no if, thens, right? You know, the, oh, well, I'll love you only if you do this, then I will show you. you no, know, it, it had any of that. It didn't have any of that. It was sacrificial. 
He gave his life. He loved us so much that he gave his life for us, right? And again, Paul says, Paul says, love your wives as Christ loved the church and gave himself up for her, right? And then he says again, right? Husbands should love their wives as their own bodies. He who loves his wife loves himself, right? I don't understand how this man can call himself a pastor and just bring so much confusion and, and so much and open doors to so much pain and hurt and divorce in these couples and in the lives of these men and women that were there that day and listened to him, right? Not only that, but then also like another black eye to, to the church right. and to Christianity because you're going through personal problems perhaps or because you're lusting after the former first lady. Like, like I, and I keep saying those two things because the accolades that he gave Melania Trump, right? Right, that- especially, especially, especially since Melania Trump is married to is married to a guy who's been known to have a wandering eye. <laughs> right? And the money to and the money to pay for it to be hushed. And the money to pay for it to be hushed. I think that was like a terrible. You should have found a better example. I doubt there is one. You don't have kids with trophy wives. You know, it's it's um yeah, I don't I don't understand. I don't understand. And it's funny, right? We're talking about this and the fact that, you know, I'm looking to get married in in a in a you know, you know, a couple of months look looks like, right? And and I'm saying that that's a that's a weight, right? I mean, that's the thing. It's like if you decide that you want to commit to this person, right? What does that commitment look like to you? Right? Yeah. Like that's the question you have to ask yourself. For anybody, right? This time I want to get married. Well, what does that mean? What does that look like to you? Right? Is is it is it is it because you're trying to? I mean, it it almost sounds like what this guy really is talking about is is he's talking to those I mean, and, and unintentional, unintentional, right? Is you know talking to those that want to get married or want to be in marriage because they're trying to fill some kind of space right in their heart. Right. And so then they're using they're using this idea of head of the house. They're using this idea. Well, you got to be thin. It's that's a that's a young man's like that's a teenage boy like way of thinking. Right. You know, when 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 we were teenagers way back in the day, you know, and they were like, oh, well, what do you, you want to get married? Yeah, I want to get married someday. Oh, what? Well, she's got to you know, what were the first things we ever we, we talked about? Right. Oh, she's got to be. Five foot nine, she's got to be, you know, right? Like you gave all these physical attributes that had that had nothing to do with the character and the love of God of that person. Nothing. Right. And so that's and that and that's that's really the thing here, right? That's what he's that's really what he's what he's touching on, right? He's he's preaching about the flesh, but he's not preaching about not giving into the flesh, he's preaching about giving into the flesh. Well, he's preaching from a carnal point of view, right? And so, and so, I, it's so that's the thing is like, you know, when I think about, you know, when I think about all the different relationships, all the different marriages around me, when I think about, you know, like 
what kind of husband I want to be when I think about what kind of relationship do I want to be in, you know, it's right. It's bigger than, right. It's bigger than the physical, right. Because you're not marrying a, a you know, if you want to marry the physical, listen, they sell these dolls <laughs> that, that, that are like lifelike, right. But if you're talking about you want to be you want to you want to have a connection with a person like you like you have a connection with God, that's a whole nother level. And you got to be in that. That's how a mature. Right. That's how a mature Christian. That's how a mature person. Right. Thinks, you know, one of the things that for me, it's always been like I'm always blown away by by Jenny and how and how she treats me. Right. How she reacts to me how she, you know, all these, all these things, right. That are, are on the outside are, well, they're on the inside, right. But they're outside the, the realm of the physical. Right. Right. And so, and so that's how you can make 10 years. That's how you make 20. That's how you make 30. That's how you make 40, 60, right. Because you realize, and, and, and us living in a culture that is so, that is so caught up in the physical that it's no wonder people get divorced like crazy because you're basing everything on the physical. This dude, like you just said, like you said earlier, this dude is setting up his church or set up his church for a bunch of divorces because this physical thing wasn't, wasn't going to manifest itself. Mm -hmm. Right. And so, and then he'll cry about how, but then he would preach another sermon about how people need to stay married because that's that's commitment to God. Well, he's not preaching anything right now. He was not right now. He's in counseling because it's like, dude, you got to really think about what you're talking about. He, he was told to step down for so, a bit. Yeah, I think I think that's the thing. The big takeaway for me for all of this is for anybody that's listening is if you if you are married, you know Your how do you be your standard of beauty? How do you, well, if you're, if you're a man, right, your wife should be your standard of beauty. If you're a woman, you, you know, how do you, you know, how do you, how do you see your husband? If you're a husband, how do you see your wife? And you got to, you know, like an onion, you got to peel those layers. Yeah. Cause look, let me, let me, you know, I've told you this, um, Kenito, um, uh, right now the wife and I, um, uh, changed our diet. Like we're on this whole dirty lifestyle. <laughs> it's like it's become whole lifetime, um, which I'm not mad about because, you know, I just had tacos for lunch and I had steak and I had steak, for lunch, steak and potatoes for lunch yesterday. That's whole 30. I'm in. <laughs> right. So we're doing this whole 30 thing because, of you know, the weight loss and the be, you know, and the healthy and whatever. But we're, but we're doing it together. It wasn't right. one day that I, I looked at her and I said, yo you're getting fat. Like, what's wrong with you? Or vice versa, right? It was one of those things where it was a thing that happened where I, I, I forgot what I ate and I felt like super heavy and lethargic, right? Right. And then, you know, being being a good wife, she's like, oh, you know, let's try to eat differently and blah, 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 right? right? Because it's probably your food. And then, <laughs> like, like, literally, I'm going to try Whole30. And she did it for 30 days. I saw how good, how good she reacted to it, right? All right, I'll try it. And again, steak, potatoes, bacon, <laughs> eggs. Like, I'm not mad at that. <laughs> right. 
not mad at that at all. I can do that, right? But the new thing now is her trying to convince me to wake up with her at 6.30 in the morning to exercise. Oh, you got to do it, bro. I, I work out at 7 in the morning, man. I can't do it in the morning. I, I, I do better in the afternoon or at night. That's because you're a wuss. Your wife won't say it, but I will. Yeah, <laughs> but, but, you know, it's one of those things where, what I'm saying is that it's one of those things that we are working together right. so we can be healthy together so we can be around each other longer. Not as something that that she shamed me into or I shamed her into. Right. Right. You know yeah. what I mean? So yeah. and, and that's the thing. That's the thing. You do things together for the longevity of your marriage and your relationship together. Right. But I would never, I mean, I'm surprised I don't have more babies. I just I'll just leave it at that. Right. Because you're a man, you can't have babies. I'm um I'm telling you, I'm su- I'm surprised we don't have more babies because Again, and it wasn't like I'm it's not that I'm the perfect guy. Like I would never ever say something like that to her. Um because I'm scared. Um but <laughs> right. But also like no lie. No lie. Reading or hearing that from that Mark Driscoll book, like it shifted my perspective. Mm-hmm. It shifted the way I the way I see things. I'm like, yeah, you're right. I mean, this is the woman that I married, right? Forever and ever. Right. So yeah, it's my standard of beauty. Like nobody else can touch her. Everybody else has to line up behind right, and try and try to match her, but you can't, right? Because that's my standard of beauty as a man. I think that's a great. I think that's some great advice. Yeah, some advice yeah. for standard of beauty and men and and men, right? As as two dudes talking to dudes now, like um, there's a salsa song. And you'll know exactly which one it is. I can't think, I don't know the name, but but he talks about how um like you need to do the things, you still need to do the things you still right. So there's this salsa song. I think that's um um Oscar de Leon. Yeah, it's a great song, right? But what but what's the the message of that song is whatever you did to win her over, you need to keep doing those things. Right. Right. And so if, 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 um, and, and, and this guy, so right. using now this, I have that song in my head. Right. So using this guy as an example, right. If, if his wife isn't, isn't like doing the things that he wants or, or isn't how he wants her to be, if, if whenever we think about, well, you know, how come, you know, she, you know, she's not doing this or she's, not, well, the, the question falls back on you, right? Are you still doing the things? Are you still doing the things that you um, did to win her? Did to win her over, right? You know, if if you brought her flowers when you were dating, are you still bringing her flowers? Right, and, and I'm not talking about big, expensive, or or right crazy, like you know, like oh well, you know, it's the attention and the act, right? But so, it's the attention, right? Are you spending that, time? Then when we're dating, when we're trying to win um, a woman over, that we're peacocking. Right. right. So the feathers are out. We're giving them their our best. And then like, right? Mary is like, right? Then it's, it's gone. Like it should never be gone. Right. You have to realize men, speaking to the men specifically, you have to realize men that marriage, the way God intended it, is about the other person. Right. Relationships, the way God intended, it's about the other person. God so loved us that he gave his 
the life of his only son, right? It's always about the other person. And we can't be selfish in our marriage, but rather selfless. You see that? It gave his life for the church, right? We must be selfless in our marriage and selfless for the other people in our marriage. If you don't have kids, then it's just the other person is just your wife. If you have kids, then it's all about giving and sacrificing for your wife and your children, right? And that's how you have a happy marriage. And I'm not going to front. I'm not going to sit here and lie to you, right? It's not always going to be, oh, well, I'm sacrificing so much and I'm getting so much back. No, there are going to be times where the wife also has to realize that she has not been in this marriage or at this time she had not spent it. I also not thinking about the other person and you got to find a way to sit down and talk to her about it, right? So that you guys can get back on the same page. I'm going to sacrifice and give everything to you. And then she in turn will sacrifice and give everything to you, right? And then the children, right? And again, 10 years to learn that, right? 10 years. I knew it. I knew it. But it took me 10 years to realize that that's how things function and move. And that's how we stay motivated, right? That's how we stay motivated. That's the secret. That's my secret of when the kids go to bed and I'm like, hmm, yeah, I've got like a sweet tooth for something. And without guilt, without pressure, my amazing wife gets up and she gives me a bowl of ice cream and she sits down next to me with her bowl, with her bowl of ice cream. And we watch a movie together until she falls asleep. And then I eat the rest of her bowl of ice cream. Right. <laughs> right but but like the secret the secret is not a secret it's more of internalizing it and moving on it right moving on it living that making that such a normal thing that you don't have to think about it and force yourself to do it right it's not like oh oh let me see oh what did jay say on the podcast like no you internalize it and it becomes normal right it becomes normal um, and then you can make 10 years and look forward to another 10. <laughs> so with that, with all that being said, I'm deleting this podcast. Um, I, don't need, I don't need this information uh, being leaked out. I don't need this standard being uh, applied to me. So, uh, yeah, we're going to the bleep. <laughs> delete it. You're going to take notes. Take notes. You're about like, to get uh, married. That's like, like before with the other episodes, Jenny was like, don't listen to Jay. He's a bad influence. Now he's like, listen to Jay. He's listen smart. to Jay. He's, a, he's, he's still a bad influence. But a broke clock is 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 right twice. Right twice. <laughs> so this is this is my one time for 2021. Yeah, one more time. Six months from now is my second time. <laughs> All right. So yeah. Well, so that's oh, it. I think. No, no hold on. Real talk. One thing. One thing. One thing that's very important. Right, our marriage here on earth and our relationship with our spouses and our children is a reflection of our relationship or the relationship that God has with us. Right, so I have a temper problem. I'm just being transparent. I have a I have a temper. I have an issue with my temper, and um, the moments that I don't catch myself beforehand before blowing up or whatever like i have to remember and think about yo like god has never god has never spoken to me in this way god has never 
like spoken me, spoken to me, or has treated me this harshly. And then I had to repent before God and go to my wife or even to my kids. Right? I did it with my six-year-old son the other day. Go and ask for forgiveness. Right? And that's a big thing. That's a big thing. So remember that your marriage and your relationship with your wife, kids, whatever, um, it should be a reflection of God's relationship with us. Right? So those are the, those are my two those are my two keys. Like keep those in mind those two things in mind at all times and don't listen to clown pastors like this one. That's right. That's it. So we're done. I got nothing to add because I'm not married. So anything I say is just crazy talk anyway. Um, <laughs> thanks for joining us. Not yet. Not yet. Thanks for joining us. Uh, and uh, listen, we're glad to be back. We're glad that you guys, you know, uh, took this time with us, you know, Hey, listen, the thing is we all, we always, we, we need to always be, uh, working on our relationship with God and we need to be working on our relationship with others. And I think if we do those things, we find ourselves in a better place uh, and in a better uh, uh, world as That's it were. Right. That's right. So, don't, um, don't forget the Overflow Podcast, part of the NRT Podcast Network. And we out. Peace. Thanks for listening. Y'all next week. On all streaming platforms. Catch up on all the links of the week. And don't forget to follow our playlist on Spotify.